Welcome to Half My Age, a weekly show in which a 25-year-old adult and a 50-year-old child help each other make sense of the world. Well, Andrew, here we are. That was funny. I almost had to um, call in by phone, but we got it. We got it going. I didn't want to go to the phone call because I'm trying to um, keep some modicum of quality, but I've had some technical issues in the past week, Andrew. You sure have. Do you want to give our listeners the Reader's Digest version of why Mm -hmm. you and I just spent 25 minutes on the phone troubleshooting uh, Mm -hmm. Audio Hijack and Skype? Mm -hmm. On my old machine, my old Macintosh book, Adorable, my little air plant that we replaced two years ago. I I, I resurrected her (laughs) to my little air plant because... Because my computer is currently with the Macintosh Corporation, because a week ago today, in fact, I set a kitchen fire. You set a kitchen fire, Mrs. Philholm. What what mm-hmm. what were you thinking? What, was it intentional? Were you were you <laughs> angry at the state of the world? That's it. That's it. I'm done. Well, I am angry. All I the thought time. you loved the dollhouse. Um, was it at the dollhouse? I do love the dollhouse so much. Yes, it was at my kitchen counter on the dollhouse. I had an unattended can. I, I had a flame can. It's a Yankee candle in a jar, the safe kind, and it has the most innocuous little basic bitch name, like. Apple cinnamon sugar. Those are always mm, the ones. Sugared cinnamon. I know. The, the and ones, it's the one that's a pack mean punch. The apple cinnamon sugar ones, those are the ones that are going to burn the whole place down. We're going to burn it down. Oh, my God. So much fire metaphor in my life lately, too. Okay. Here's the thing. I didn't even think it was unattended. I didn't consider it unattended. I walked into the next room. I was in my bedroom, which, as you know, is three paces away. <laughs> everything the in candle the was is three paces. <laughs> everything. You can touch it, right? You can't be. How could it be unattended? It's like, it's, it really was like um, coming around the corner, like if your baby's watching Teletubbies in front of the TV and you're in the next room making the bed and you come back into the room like no more than five minutes later and your baby is on fire. That's what it was like. <laughs> uh, the smoke alarm went off and I mean, it was absolutely not more than five minutes. I actually think now that what I did was I had come in from running errands, had the candle going. I had everything just lit, uh, sitting on my kitchen counter, like everything. I th- I had just transferred to a, a purse that day that's like a tote. It's a Vera Bradley bag, if you want to know. And they're basically made out of nylon fibers. I think probably the strap of my tote purse fell over into the flame of the candle. Oh, no. And went up. The more I looked at, like, I really did, you know, fire investigation, Andrew, as I looked at the charred remains of my... Well, here's here's the thing. You said, Reader's Digest version, here's the thing. It, it was a miracle. It was very fast. There were only three or four casualties from the whole thing. I mean, I thought my kitchen counter was destroyed. It's not. My baseboard needs to be painted again, but it's not terrible. Um, the casualties were my coach wallet, which oh, does no. bum me out because I really looked for that wallet for so long and thought it was going to be mine for the rest of my life. I mean, like my cousin Annette and Kim Dryling helped me organized my wallet, taught me how to use my wallet like a grown-up. So that bums there, me there's out. There's a, a leather brand that makes fancy leather goods, mo- mostly for men. Uh-huh. And their uh-huh. their slogan is, your kids will fight over it when you're dead. And that's that, that's how I felt. That's how you felt about your coach wallet. Yeah, and some of my coach purses are like that too. Anyway, it wasn't the coach purse. If the coach purse had been there, it's leather. I don't think this would have happened. It was the damn nylon shit. The coat, the bird, the bag itself, the Vera Bradley bag is gone, and the cool little tassels that I had hung on the outside to be kicky, gone. Um, the other casualties were the skin on my fingers. I put the fire out pretty much with my hands and feet. Um, 
I'm so much pain. I can't even tell you. I have abs- I've never been burned like this in my life. And my prescription sunglasses, but it's time for a new prescription anyway. I can I mean, it's a bummer I'm going a couple weeks without them. And the muscle in my ass that I pulled so much while I was stomping out the fire. <laughs> I have been in so much pain. And I oh stomped out the fire. That's... I know. And guess what? I was wearing brand new boots. I had gone to one of my errands was I had just gotten and exchanged <laughs> some things. And I, had, I got these cool brand new boots. And I'm wearing them around the house like ladies do to make sure they don't blister me or, you know, whatever, just to make sure I like them. Well, they're mine now because I stomped out a fire with them. And the truth is they do give me a little bit of blister. They're banging. I'm keeping the boots. But you're telling me I'm like, that, well, they're mine now. You're telling I stomped me that the out a fire. policy doesn't cover fire stomping? I don't think it would. I don't think fire stomping is part of it. One of the selling points, the guy who was like, they're waterproof. I want to rate them. I'm going to go back to Dardano's and tell them they're also fireproof. They didn't even look scarred. But, oh, my God, Andrew, it was I, it was really scary. And um, honestly, it was five minutes. Uh, I whipped the fire extinguisher out from under the sink. In the heat of the moment, like ripped off the safety pin, you know, pulled the grenade Mm -hmm. (laughs) and couldn't figure out how to use it. Honestly, I I knew as soon as the fire was out, I went, I took it outside and sprayed. I'm like, I know how to use this. It's not hard. I I lost my mind. Um, Sure. You got all that adrenaline going. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it's a crisis kind of situation. Shit. And I think I'm good. And I was fine in those situations. I mean, I did. I put the damn fire out myself and I have a security system. You know, fire came Blah, blah, blah. Um, the I didn't throw water on it, and I had a pitcher of water right there. I think deep inside, I thought it seemed like a grease fire because it was plastic. I mean, when I was patting things out, like stomping, so the problem was this this on fire, melty plastic goo of my bag was flying everywhere. So I then turned over. My, I mean, I realized my laptop is there. Pull it out of there. I turn it over. And the truth is, it's mostly cosmetic damage, mostly to the skin that I had around the laptop. Mm-hmm. You've but got I mean, a, a I went, pretty picture on the, on the top of your Yeah, you've seen the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that, that it's a pretty picture of the scarring. Oh, my God. It looked so, I was just sick, sick, sick. That was my main, the first, the first person I contacted was you. <laughs> my machine. Um, and the fire department came and they were so mean to me. They were really like, yeah, unattended flames that's the number one reason for house fires you stupid bitch it was basically their attitude i'm not kidding <laughs> well i'm so glad and... that you're here to tell the story and the dollhouse is still standing and the only casualty is your vera bradley purse and your coach wallet uh-huh that's uh-huh. that seems like that's a, right um you, you got away with something <sighs> on that day when i know it go. no i mean for real all of it all of it and i don't get like what's the reminder what am i i mean i'm usually very careful i really am now uh, tell phil home would tell you i'm not tell phil home would like this is the manifestation of everything he ever thought about my ability to adult so the self-talk in my head was pretty bad it was pretty bad I really felt like a freaking idiot. I do love the dollhouse. To think that something could be out of your control. Oh, it was, yeah, no, right. Five minutes away. If I had been sleeping at nighttime, it would, I mean, mm, it was just crazy. Um, Yep. And it all felt very lucky. So the upshot is with my laptop, you said, just make sure you have something to back it up in case it does turn on. I did. I, um, it absolutely functioned. A couple of the ports are damaged. Um, I took it in to Apple Care. I, I still you you sent me right away the documentation. I've still got a month left on our dang Apple Care. 
they, I took it in. It was kind of interesting, right, to see it at the Genius Bar. Their responses, like, look at this. And then there was a lot of calling people back to the Genius Bar and going, look at our machines. Look at this shit. It survived a fire. And it still actually works. It looked like there was a little damage to the screen. He called it water damage. Anyway, they called are water either damage. restoring. He called it water damage. And like I said, I didn't throw water. And I don't know if it's – I think in my mind it was like kitchen fire. I can tell this is plastic. It feels like petroleum. It feels like oil. It feels like grease. I know better. Like I said, I tried to do the fire extinguisher. I think it's a blessing I was unable to do it because it probably would have jacked up my computer worse, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to back up and stuff like that. So – and maybe maybe part of me was like don't throw water on that stuff. It's it's your – I mean my wallet. My, everything important, right? My Oh, my wallet, my computer, my phone was in it. But again, the case saved the phone's totally fine. And my joke books, three different joke oh, books no. were in the fire. I know. But they also just, they just burned the bottoms of the pages because they were in that purse. And as my friend Jeff Cohn said, he's like, oh, that the bummer about that is it burned, you burned your punchlines. Oh, <laughs> the bottoms of the it. pages. <laughs> I know. But I mean, honestly, the joke books even are totally legible. And if I you know want to sit down with some charred pages sometime and transfer them into Google Docs, which I do from time to time, I've got all that. I mean, it really was uh, amazing what wasn't hurt, but oh my God, oh my God. Okay, so my machine is now with the Apple Corporation. I was expecting it back two days ago, maybe yesterday. Well, I've been there before. I know you have been there before. We have discussed this shit. And listen, when I call Apple Care to follow up, I tell them your story about, well, one computer recently went freaking missing. No, it was, um, so the day I was expecting it back, like 100%, like, okay, I've waited until Wednesday. Now I took it in on Friday. They said maybe as early as Tuesday. Followed up because the the online thing that I can follow says that it's pending shipment to the warehouse to the repair facility. I'm like, no, they shipped it on Friday. Nah, it just got there yesterday. It just got there yesterday. So I don't know. And there's really no way to tell. And you call a bunch of numbers, and they're sort of nice, and they tell you we don't know anything. And as soon as it's coming back to you, either repaired or replaced, because I have full Apple Care Plus, they'll send me an email, and they don't. I was like, well. Are they going to, like, talk to me about it? (laughs) Like, are they going to talk to me about sending me a new one versus a repair one? They're like, no, they'll they'll just send you an email telling you it's on the way. Watch for the package. The the thing I will tell you about my experience with uh, sending Mm -hmm. a computer to Apple for repair is that the Apple part of the process, up until UPS Mm -hmm. lost the package, was really good. Uh, They they sent my computer off. It arrived there in in a timely manner. And then they turned my computer around like same day. They they got it in. They did whatever they needed to do, and then they shipped it off almost immediately. So see that they acted as though that is exactly what was going to happen. So your story tracks with my experience, where it was like, yeah, no problem. And I mean, um, the other th- weird thing is that I was with my friend and he came with me to the mall and he wanted to see the looks on the guy's faces when I pulled out my fiery computer, you know, but only one person at a time could go in. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, all that kind of stuff funny. So we just went down and had a beer at the bar. I mean, it's fine. And I went like, okay, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. They very much made it feel like it was just gonna be a quick, quick turnaround. You'd probably get this machine back by Tuesday, maybe Wednesday and then nothing. And And I'm tracking it down. uh Uh-huh. And tracking it down yesterday. I finally got confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just with the it's just, it's just, they've, it's, it's been received now. And then the funny thing is that there's all these numbers and all this rigmarole you got to, oh, by the way, um, on Tuesday night I called and I was trying to follow up on this and, oh, their centers had been closed early because of letting people vote. And then also you will, you may not be surprised that a robot conversation I was having with Apple Care 
You know, it may be due to COVID-19 is what I'm saying, Andrew. It may be that the shipping slash delay slash every damn thing. You know, remember, this is the best excuse in the whole wide world. Due to COVID-19, we didn't do it. Well, we're behind. We can't we have no communication. We know uh, now both of us from experience that there's never really a great time to send your laptop away for uh, any kind of amount of time. Golly, Miss Molly. Was yours during the shutdown or no? No, mine was mine was. Probably a year ago at this point. Like November, December, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. So yours, yeah, it didn't. Oh my gosh, Andrew. So where my little MacBook professional is in the world is unknown to me. I have powered up my old adorable here. And I got to tell you one thing. It's really nice typing on a keyboard and (laughs) trusting that what I type shows up. I've been using my... um, Yeah, and sometimes the O or not. Andrew, I, I've been using my Logitech, you know, Bluetooth keyboard. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. It certainly works better. But the joy, th- I mean, the thing is that then I have to deal with, like, I'm moving up the trackpad up here. Should I get a mouse? Blah, blah, blah. God, the joy of this little machine, the ergonomic, the, I, like the, I like the feel of the keyboard. And just to type in a password and go, oh, yeah, it's going to take it because that's the actual thing I typed. It is nice. And I, I have to say that of all my MacBook woes and my frustration with the Apple Corporation, uh my laptop has been functional my latest one the latest incarnation of uh laptop lappy as i like to call it lappy i, ju- I just made that up nice. i've never never said that once <laughs> in my life uh but it's 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 uh, been lappy, pretty lappy. pretty solid and i know that there mm-hmm. are new macbooks they're going to announce them next week and they're going to include the same kind of apple built cpus that they've um had in the iPhones and iPads for years. It's a it's a humongous change. They're getting rid of Intel chips that they've had uh, for I don't know almost ten years at this point. I don't I don't remember when they switched to Intel, but it's a big exciting change and a great reason to buy a new computer. And I couldn't be mm. less interested. I'm I'm mm. happy where I am. Once I once I got rid Golly, of that double R just, keyboard, just, right? Yeah, everything everything became perfect. Well, I'm partially hoping that they'll just send me a new a new machine. But what they did promise me is that if not, they will restore it to, you know, factory specs. I'm like, sweet, they're going to fix that keyboard then? Bet they're not. But anyway, I don't, Andrew, it's so much. Oh, they, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. Okay, that's enough talking about computers. Nobody likes it <laughs> at all. Oh, you want to hear something other weird about my fire? For real, this is weird. Is that, we are just you going to try together. to tie this back to ghosts somehow, Mrs. Philholm, or... Oh, well, I mean, I don't know what to make. You tell me what to make of it because it actually, no, the ghost, this is about Marsha Lane, my mother. She's talking to me and it was kind of like we weren't realizing that this was happening on the exact same day as I had a fire. Um, She was just telling me casually a story as I had lunch with her on Sunday at her house. She was saying, oh, the other day my smoke alarm slash carbon monoxide monitor went off in my bedroom. And it was saying, fire, beep, fire, beep. And I went in there and there was no fire. So she's telling me. So I took the battery out. And I'm going, Mom, you know, it might be a carbon monoxide thing. You don't just take the battery out because you get a... Uh, this was my thought process. I'm like, what? And then she, I realized she tells me, no, it beeps for fire when it's a fire and carbon monoxide when it's that. It's a whole long story. She takes it in, battery replacement, under warranty, bleep, 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 bleep. I realized a couple hours later, I said, Mom, when did you say that happened? Thursday afternoon, as my house was on fire, or right before. What do you make of that? Huh. I couldn't. I know it's just a coincidence, and you don't. And what does it mean? And what, what's she supposed to do next time something malfunctions? 
call her daughter. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. There's not like a well, lesson. Same with it, now, now that she knows that her, the fire alarm in her bedroom is cosmically aligned with you and your with your, me. Maybe she will. <laughs> right. Maybe that's the thing. That's the, that's maybe the it's like oh alarm. something. I need to call Lisa and make sure she's okay or warn her. Or again, what would I do? You couldn't have warned me. I mean, again, I am now going, all right, I guess I can never have a candle. I mean, I would not have considered that unattended. You know, it was in a glass jar, but it was unattended. And um, so I, I've, I have lit a candle one time since that day and very nervous about it. But I mean, again, I don't really know what the lesson is except never have candles which is unlikely in my life. And I've always been a candle person and I always feel like I've been pretty well, it's careful just, with it. It's just keeping things away from the candles, right? If, if your purse well, that, thing of course, it, it yes, was, of course. was a yep. foot further away, you wouldn't yep. have had the yep. issue. Yep, of course. Right. So that's, I mean, that's the obvious, like, just remember to be careful. But, you know, certainly feels like, and I, within five days before that, I had specifically had a conversation with my cousin, Kim, about open flame, about candles in her house. She said to this other person, like, listen, I, I'm sorry, I'm just very nervous about open flames. Our grandparents had a fire in their kitchen because my grandma loved candles. I mean, I, I mean, I had specifically been warned against that. I've been listening to um, the Is We Dumb podcast with Dan Cummins and Joe Paisley. And those guys, like, I, I'm not kidding, in my ears for the two days before that, I've been listening to their show and that one of their segments is like, dumb shit you've done. And then and one of them was about a guy a fire lighting a fire with the gas can right near. So people listeners are writing in their hilarious stories about how dumb they are. Like mm -hmm. my fiance lit the leaves on fire. She didn't know I had doused them with gasoline. I had I mean, fire was in my brain. Last time we recorded, I did a big long when I heard it back. I was like, Lisa, a little English major, but also is solid saying things burn down and then new growth comes. And I think we're talking about me and comedy or whatever. Jesus, I couldn't have had more <laughs> metaphors about fire in my brain. And then, I, anyway, I, 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 do, I, I, do you I, remember my I, hilarious I, uh, take? Uh, once you said you had uh, a candle-related fire, I said this was bound mm -hmm. to happen. We knew it was coming, and I drew a diagram yeah, for you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you did a good Venn diagram. And, yeah, so it's a Venn diagram, but, two circles. Mm -hmm. One circle is Catholicism. Mm -hmm. The other circle mm -hmm. is shamanism. And Mrs. Philholm mm -hmm. is right in the middle, candles. Mm -hmm. That's you. Candles, all candles. I guess that's right. <laughs> Everywhere around me. I bring the light, man. Uh, the other thing that's funny is I asked you, am I the, sh am I the Shlemiel or the Shlemazel in this case? And you went, you're both. You're a one-woman show. That's a good joke. Sorry I didn't use it in a way you appreciated on Instagram, but that's Gosh, funny. Well, because if you're going to steal saying, my jokes, you gotta you got to deploy oh. them tactically. I'm just working out. That's like, a, are you kidding? That's an open mic. That's going to be in my set pretty soon. That's going to be, I, I'm just working it out. I'm when, testing when the waters. I'm getting the words out. Joke, I know that's funny yeah. and you know that's funny, but I got to believe that the, um, the Venn diagram of people who think that's funny is probably pretty small. What do you think? Because they don't understand what it means. Mm -hmm. I think that you could make that, and that's literally why you practice with it. Comics will get it. Um, uh, you practice with it because the no, I think the joke doesn't have to be those Yiddish words for it. It can be straight man, stooge, you know, the the comedy contra construct of the person who spills the soup and the person who has the soup spilled upon them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to me because recently, right, you've called me that, that I always have the soup, soup spilled upon me and I would never have categorized my life like that. I think I'm really lucky and great things happen to me all the time. And yesterday I'm telling a friend about the time I had a, an entire minivan stolen out from under me. And I, I, I do, I catch myself telling stories going, oh my God, I have soup thrown on me all the time. And I didn't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, 
I don't really identify with that. I don't feel like, oh my God, the world just keeps sending me, you know, I'm such, I don't have you, that you identity in my head. You don't come across as an Eeyore kind of at all. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Or a, or a, or a, yeah, just idiot who, right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Victim or whatever. Isn't that funny? Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, so we had a fire and that's why my computer and we were going to record by phone because Skype was being cuckoo cuckoo bananas. Hey, the re, the way I fixed it, I don't know if I, I shut everything down, as we said. And I also went and grabbed Skype. I went to Safari instead of Chrome just because that's what seemed to be crashing it. It's an old computer. I'm really appreciative that she's coughed herself back to life to give me a few more days while I wait for my actual machine. Um, but I didn't want to record by phone because I am trying to impress a new listener. And I really want my voice to sound as good as possible, Andrew. Also voiceover jobs. <laughs> well, that's a very special listener. I've, I've never, uh, we've never targeted our, targeted our show at a specific person <laughs> before. So it must be a big, exciting thing. Really? Because I feel like it's almost always targeted to like Aunt Christy. Or, or maybe perhaps my mother. Your mother, of course. <laughs> Lisa Bridges, I don't think we talked about it. Your wedding pictures were just... Aren't they great? They made me cry. I don't think we talked... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Delaney looked so beautiful. She always does. That's her thing. I mean, I know. I know she... (laughs) She totally always does. And I knew she... I mean, how could she not be a beautiful bride? But, like, just even beyond... And your mother's dress. I don't know if we talked about that. Kim Dreiling and I looked through this album, and we really appreciate Lisa's dress. Good job, Lisa B. It's really cool. Good work, Mom. Good work, Mom. And Delaney's, oh, my God. Oh, no, she looked beautiful. That, those were great. What a beautiful day. And now the world is on fire again, and it looks like we're even more maybe. Last night, my comedy show got shut down because guess what? Tear gas. Hey. Tear gas? Was there a riot It's hard you? to do hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was How starting near? to happen. It wasn't really a riot. Oh, we were on we were on East Colfax, and, and Antifa march walked by. And we saw the cops staging, and we saw the people staging, and... I don't know. We read about it today on the news. It, it seemed to be getting ugly downtown, but the bar just said everybody's windows are boarded up and stuff in anticipation, you know? And so it was one of those places. And then later in the night, I had a friend who was out checking it out on his bicycle, and he circled back and he said, yeah, there's tear gas on that actual block. It, it's not fun telling your little jokes um, in that kind of Mm, environment atmosphere <laughs> and actually tear gas would have made it really bad so the bar owners just shut it down i mean like right as the mic was supposed to start i was bummed i was you know that's my playground well i'm i'm impressed mrs philholm uh one is that you were out in the thick of it or very near it and two it sure was that we made it 23 minutes into this podcast without even getting anywhere close to the hotly contested election yeah i don't want to talk about it at all <laughs> nope it's pretty I good have nothing to say about that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I know that. But but it was just yeah. You yeah, kinda yeah, yeah. took one for so the team by lighting your kitchen on fire so that people didn't have to Did hear I? about politics. Oh, yeah. Well I was not gonna talk about politics at all. <laughs> Been doing some sick sidewalk chalk art. I noticed that. once again in these times, that's all I can do. Isn't it good? Yeah. Yeah, I found the I found the source on the professional chalk. You found it's the source, you got a new hookup. A brand? For another of my junky behaviors. Do you know, I don't know the brand because it literally comes in. I should check out the brand. It's gorgeous. It comes, you know, just in blocks and you pick it out and you put them into a box. At Meinegers, that's where I've gotten it. Meinegers. 
Meiningers. That's where that's where the uh, the fancy pants, the professional sidewalk chalk artists are going to Meiningers. Mm-hmm. Meiningers. Yeah, and they, and it leaves a bit of a stain. To tell you the oh, truth, nice. You can tell the difference. Yeah, I know. I'm really doing vandalism now. I mean, it goes away, but even in my neighborhood where I've been, you know, like stuff that's been there through one. We've only had one day of precipitation since I did this thing a few weeks ago. We had one snow and it was a cold snow. You know, it wasn't like sloppy wet, but uh, you could still read what it says. <laughs> well, I, yeah, it's funny. So it's temporary, but it makes a little stain. It, it leaves a mark, Andrew. <laughs> Everything does. <laughs> right. Everything does. I've been thinking about marks a lot recently. Uh, my uh, you my have? fancy wedding ring. So it's kind of oh, a yeah. brushed finish to it. And uh-huh. everything I touch, uh, whether it's like a ceramic mug or the countertops or a door handle, everything leaves just a little itty bitty mark on it somehow. And initially that kind of bugged me, right? Because it's brand new. It's, uh, you know. Leaves a mark on your ring? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Scratches it? Yeah, just the, the uh, you know, the, oh. the brushed finish has uh, blemishes and imperfections huh. now. But now oh. I'm thinking about it and, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to have to be precious about everything you do with your left hand. Uh, now no. I've, I'm excited because of the, you know, the blemishes are the, they're the mm-hmm. decoration. They're, they're what makes it look cool and pretty. Right. It's the crack filled with gold. It's Kitsugi. A, Kitsugi. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's funny? Kitsugi. I've been, I've been hearing mm-hmm. a lot of people throw around the term Wabi Sabi recently. Yeah, me too. Same thing. It's it's coming back. Uh, uh, well, I don't I don't know when it went away, but I've been hearing wabi sabi a lot, which is which is also about the imperfection uh, yeah. and the. I think it's the same exact. I think it's the same exact. It's I and I don't. I me too. I've been hearing it too, and I think it's that kintsugi pottery where they fill the cracks with gold. And you know, I talk about it in my book, and I I always use that Leonard Cohen thing. You know, there is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets through, and. The imperfection is the beauty in a thing. So you're right. The dents and the marks on that ring will tell the story of your of your life and your marriage. And I think that's what makes it beautiful. I would like, well, you're a man. It doesn't matter. But the problem with that is that this is exactly how I feel about my face. I've been back to the Botox jokes and holding a business card in my in the creases in my forehead, Andrew, just so you know. Well, good. I'm glad you got your <laughs> 11s back enough to be funny. Damn. Because they're really, I mean, that's <laughs> like it is. I get it. And I even sometimes say it on stage like, the, I get it. This is the story of my life written on my face. I should not feel bad about it, but it sucks. And right now, I am not kidding. I am going to have some ragged scarring on my fingers from my deep. I've never been burned this badly in my life. And all right, there you go. I'll have a good story about it. I don't want a good story. About, I mean, if stories are great. I don't really care about my fingers, but I mean, how they look, I really desperately need them to work. I think you've and told right now me my before hands hurt a lot. that you, you have asbestos fingers. I think I think that's something that's come out of your mouth before. I have not said asbestos fingers. Do you mean that I don't have feeling in my fingertips? In that, in that you often, uh, back when you were firing a lot of pottery, you would pull that yeah. shit out of the kiln way too early, burn, totally. burn your hands. Totally. And it was just, it, yeah. w- it wasn't so much an injury as a way of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally right. I don't have much feeling in my fingertips. So if somebody's at the oven pulling something, I'm like, I can probably grab that with my bare hands if you want. <laughs> not that bad. But I mean, this is, but yes, I mean, right. I I didn't, I mean, that's a good term for it, asbestos fingers, but I think that's your term. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, but it, this is like the tops and, and underneath Ouch. my fingers. It's the very, <clears throat> I know. And like right now, I, I really got to go out and do some yard work and rake my leaves. And it's like, my hands hurt. I mean, I'm putting on gloves and I've got some silver cream and all of this, but oh, 
it's just taken a long time. I don't know if it's that long to heal, but oy. do you do you remember <laughs> my uh, kitchen fire story? Was it a turkey? It was a turkey. It was in Prague during my study that. abroad. And mm-hmm. we were using an oven that probably had not been used uh, in years and certainly hadn't been cleaned in decades. And In Eastern Europe, so... <laughs> in Eastern Europe, an apartment building with probably, you know, 20 families living in it. And there's a massive conflagration inside the oven. And I know, you know, like you said, you so, so on a, some kind of subconscious level, you thought it was a grease fire, so you didn't immediately throw the pot of water yeah. on it. And I knew that water on a grease fire was a no-no, but I'd also been drinking and it was kind of an exciting moment. Yeah. I wasn't doing my best thinking. I said, wait a minute, sure. that's not water. We can use that. And you know what that was? That was a pot of coffee. <laughs> coffee. Which coffee. is actually just brown water. I see. So I, I, brown water. Uh-huh. I made the grease Did it make fire it worse, much, Andrew? much worse. It got super exciting mm-hmm. for a second. Not that it wasn't mm. already exciting. Uh, but ultimately, how about just closing that oven door? Do you think that would have put it out? Well, we were watching the massive fire inside the closed oven. We were like, that shit's coming out. That sits on fire. And then you opened it through coffee on it. It got worse. (laughs) Yep. And then I don't remember exactly how it got put. I think what we did. So it was, uh, there was a pan in there. And we pulled out the pan and maybe put in another pan to smother. I, I don't know how he fixed it, but uh, I do remember that putting coffee another on pan it was smother. Not a good I was idea. really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I, yep, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. My son George is going to be staying at college this year with the wrestling team. So, and he was talking about how they're going to, you know, do their own Friendsgiving. And also, it's nice to be with a bunch of other wrestlers because Thanksgiving is a horrible holiday because it's right before weigh ins for the season, typically, you know, when things are normal. And, wrestlers are all not eating and gorging so he was excited but i gotta warn him about a fire in the turkey maybe my mom's <laughs> alarm will go off fire maybe. turkey i wonder fire. i wonder where george the george is in trouble is. i know it's like is that marcia's bat signal lisa's in trouble oh no um yeah my my approach to it was smother it smother the fire i very much knew that that's what i had to do i mean i'm kind of proud of how i put it out honestly because i did it but i was shaken i, I was bet. shaken and really, I thought I had, I was like my kitchen counter. And this guy, friend of mine, who we're not actively talking about, um, came over and went to Ace Hardware, got all the right scraper things and just scraped it. And my kitchen counter is really almost unaffected and said the greatest thing ever, well, two greatest things. He's like, eh, everybody, you know, accidents happen. And that's what homeowners, home, homeowners insurance is for. And I went, oh, right. I mean, including my computer, if because I was going, oh, my God, I'm going to have to buy a new machine. It's like, that's what homeowners insurance for. Oh, yeah. Actually, right. Yeah, right. It's not really nothing. Very little was harmed. My, like I said, the self-talk me, how could I do that? What an idiot you are. I was, I was part of it, but it didn't last too long. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> and we all may, I mean, yeah, so be careful. I, I probably am not always careful. And that was a good reminder, I guess, to do me careful. I don't know. Very Jane Eyre fire. I don't know if you remember how prevalent the theme of fire is in that book. And almost always it stands for the the warmth of hearth and home and, and raging love in your heart. But there is the destructive fire element of it too, which I thought about when I was stamping out that fire. Like, yeah, I'm Bertha in the attic lighting the house on fire. Oh, my God. It is kind of interesting. Anyway. That uh, that duality of fire you just mentioned, like uh, Delaney and I, sometimes when we're looking for a television, we can both agree on we turn to Survivor, old old seasons of Survivor, mm. 
And in uh, in Survivor, they say fire represents your life. And when your fire goes away, you're out of the game. And uh, contrast that against the last like two months of life in Colorado, where where right. the state's just been on right. fire. It's been a tremendous right. um, death of our, our living environment and people's houses have burned down and livestock gets yeah. burned up and it's just right. very and all the smoke in the air that we've talked about the destruction and, and the of fire, fire so scary i know yeah do you remember there's an old saturday night live sketch i should actually find it and and it's a it's a um, interview like um talk show style interview with like who tarzan frankenstein and ugh, i think it might be tonto from the lone ranger or something like that kind of proto-verbal what, characters way to bring it around and the from, question from wabi-sabi to kimo-sabi oh god andrew ding, wow ding, ding. oh ding 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 damn i don't even want to go on but i will <laughs> um they so the question is fire good or bad and it's so funny right do you know that sketch and frankenstein's going mm, fire fire good and i think one of them tars is fire bad fire bad yeah fire is good and bad there do you know that sketch that i'm talking about i do not but i'll have to look it up i shall have to send it to you it's pretty old school funny it's pretty early snl uh, okay, what else? What else you got, Andrew? I think I think that's it, Mrs. Philholm. Uh, we're at 33 minutes it's exhausting. by my It's exhausting. And, uh, I'm sorry to the list. Ooh, I do have follow-up from listener Christine. She could confirm that she came to the Air Force Academy dance with me. Oh, yeah? In the early 90s. And were you an late asshole? 80s. She did not confirm that, but I think that's just out of her politesse. She's polite. She said to me, I will answer. I have my own recollection of this evening. I will answer, but right now I'm very busy with a bunch of things. And then she, you know, I just, I'm saying, I think she just doesn't want to confirm to me that I am an asshole. But in that communique, it was very funny because she wrote and said, yes, Lisa, I very much remember going to that Zoomie dance. And that's what we call those boys, Zoomies. And I have lately been reminded how much they hate it. (laughs) That's a very not okay term. You know, they're cadets, Andrew. They're fly boys, but we would come as Zoomies. Zoomies coming. Oh my God, I was an asshole. (laughs) So anyway, I've got the follow-up that she confirmed that that happened and she was there. Good to know. Good to know. Um, as per me being an asshole, really, let's all have the, the... These are hard times. These are hard times if you can't say anything nice. Well, I, I figure... <laughs> Don't say anything at all. Mrs. Well, Philholm doesn't need to be reminded. I, I figure nice. whether you're an asshole or not doesn't really matter because at this point you're paying for it with your house fires and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, karmic. So, so uh, got, pretty soon I've, you're yeah. going to have some good karma headed your way if you if you keep getting... I have all the good karma. I don't think I'm an asshole. And I, that's the funny thing is as much as... Of course you don't. Maybe Nobody does, gets spilled on me. Nobody thinks they're an asshole. Well, oh, that's a good point. But I also don't think of myself as the schlamazel. You know, I, I don't look at my life as like, oh my God, it's been a series of unfortunate events at all. I think of... I think I'm the star in the movie of my life, and mostly it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's even funny character. She doesn't know that the world is throwing soup on her. She just keeps going. That's right. That tracks. You got that it? plucky stick to itiveness. I guess I do. Good God in heaven, it's what we need. Hope we get to keep doing shows and all that stuff. Um, but anyway, it's been good talking to you on my old computer, and I hope I get my new one back. Nice talking to you my too, Mrs. Philholm. Old. I hope the same. Thanks, Andrew. I hope it comes back okay, better have than a good it day. was before. Thank you, my love to Delaney. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye, Andrew.